waves, my waves get lost in the ocean. Seven billion swimmers, man, I'm going through the motions. Hi, this is Nancy Herald, and welcome to my show, High Road to Humanity. In every episode, I tell you powerful true stories filled with great wisdom that you can use in your own life as you strive for a higher road to travel. My featured guests will have their own unique stories to tell that enlighten your mind and your soul. So kick back, relax, and learn the secret to success when you take the high road. Hey, it's Nancy Yearout, and we are here today with a wonderful guest. And this is a really exciting show, guys. This is the first time I'm going to do some psychic readings for you guys at the latter part of the show. So if you guys are interested in calling in, you're welcome to. The number is 903-787-5887. And you'll be calling in to Togginet, um, Togginet Radio. It's internet radio. So it's exciting today. Um, I also have a wonderful guest who is also a psychic and she's a Reiki psychic. So a lot of people don't know so much about Reiki. So I thought I'd start off today with reading a little bit out of her book so you guys can get a feel for what this is. A lot of people just don't know. And her book, first of all, let me tell you who's here. It's Elisa Campion. She's here. And the book is called The Art of Psychic Reiki, Developing Your Intuitive and Empathic Abilities for Energy Healing. And this is really cool, especially for somebody like me and somebody like you guys, because we're all psychic. It's just whether or not we use our abilities. But what she does is she teaches us how to use our energy fields, how to use our psychic ability to answer our own questions. So maybe you don't always have to call me. You can answer yourself. But anyway, here's what Reiki is. Let me read this to you. And, and it's on chapter, it's chapter one in her book. What is Reiki? Reiki is a gentle, powerful, hands-on technique that uses the universal life force energy around us to heal the body, mind, emotions, and spirit. Reiki is about learning to flow universal life force energy through your body and directing it to another person. It reduces stress, promotes relaxation, and allows everyone to tap in to unlimited life force energy to improve health and enhance the quality of life. The word Reiki, it's derived from, um, this comes from Japan. Uh, you know, it's a Japanese word. And um, it is pronounced Reiki. It's R-E-I-K-I. And it can be done on a person lying on a massage table or sitting in a chair. Okay? The person receiving the Reiki does not get undressed. The Reiki practitioner puts their hands on the client and leaves their hands in one area for a few minutes before moving on to the next area. So the recipient might feel heat. A glowing energy, a tingling sensation, or nothing at all. It works regardless of whether you feel the energy or not. Reiki can also be done with the hands, hands, hands off the body, not touching the client at all. Reiki is a healing modality, but it's also much more. It's a complete system of personal and spiritual growth that includes meditative practice, living by the five Reiki tenets, initiating cult attunements, initiations called attunements, hands-on healing practices, including self-healing. I like that. So this is a little bit about what Reiki is if you're not familiar. Now, let me tell you a little bit about Lisa Campion. She's a psychic counselor, and she's a Reiki master teacher with over 25 years of experience. So I'm so excited to have her here today, you guys. And she's trained more than 1,000 practitioners in the hands-on energy healing practice of Reiki, including medical professionals. She's conducted 
conducted more than 15,000 individual sessions in her career. And Lisa is also the Dean of Students at the Reese Thomas Institute, a three-year energy, and I know him, energy school that has trained hundreds of people worldwide in energy medicine. Welcome to High Road to Humanity today, Lisa. Oh, thanks so much, Nancy. Thanks for having me on your show. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. You know, I have a lot of questions for you because um, as a as a person who is intuitive, um, you know, sometimes things happen and we just don't even know what to do. Is this what happened to you? Did you become psychic or have you always been psychic? Can you tell us your story? Sure. I think I've always been psychic. Um, and back then it was really strange. Like I, I grew up in the 60s and 70s and, you know, right, just right outside of Boston. Right. And I grew up in a time when uh, you couldn't talk about it. Um, you had to be sort of quiet about what you were doing. And, um, it, you know, people who talked said they saw angels or talked to dead people ended up in a mental hospital, you know, sometime. Mm-hmm. So I learned how to kind of be on the down low um, and and quietly kind of figure out but I I was a person that was born like always seeing things that other people didn't see I'm a visual psychic so I see stuff and it was a a, I spent the first 20 years of my life trying to figure out how to turn it off (laughs) how to and how to pretend to be normal in public you know Um, (laughs) and then I've spent the, the rest of my life training other people you know, I, I suffered a lot, I think, during those years, and I, it's really important to me to help people embrace their gifts in a less painful way than I did it. Well, yeah, because people, when you're, when you're intuitive, you're very sensitive, yeah. and it, it can be very scary for people. It can be scary, and so for m- most of my childhood was scary, so I was always seeing things other people weren't seeing, or I would feel like, you know, uh, energy, like, and you know, like, okay, this doesn't feel comfortable. Why is this person so weird? Why do I feel yucky? Um, You know, I I was uncomfortable going over. um, I used to hate sleepovers because I would go over to my friend's houses and I'd be like, there's there's some yucky energy. And it's not always, it's not always spiritual energy. It's like the energy of the family or Mm -hmm. somebody's alcoholism or somebody's family trauma um, that, people didn't talk about and I I was always confused about that I'm like am I the only person that can see this or can feel this and know this and I it seemed to me that I was and that's oh that was difficult how did now how did you learn because this has happened to me how did you learn to uh and you can help our audience on people who are intuitive not to pick up other people's energy because sometimes you know if um say a friend goes out into the world and they get in an argument with their boyfriend and then you go to lunch with them you can well i can pick up on not just their energy but that other person so what do you suggest for people who are picking up other people's energy when they don't really want to yeah it's so common and and that um, psychic gift is called empathy. So we've heard a lot about empaths in the past few years. It sort of hit the mainstream spiritual world and even the mainstream, you know, psychological world with a highly sensitive person and, and empath conversations that we're having. And so that type of person is like a psychic sponge. So an empath is like a spongy kind of person. And when you go out into the world, you're going to sponge up the experiences of emotions and physical sensations and sometimes the thoughts of other people so we have to 
um, if you're like that, first of all, know that you are, recognize that, and right. then learn some really good basic energy hygiene practices. You know, these basic energy management fundamentals are something that I teach all my Reiki students and all my psychic students and all my empaths how to ground, how to clear, how to protect, how to shield. It's like you get up, you get up, you brush your teeth, you take a shower, you do your ground clear protect meditation um, so that we can have good energy management basics because there's this funny catch-22 where empaths are meant to be healers, helper, caregivers. That's what the gift is for and right. puts us in the line of fire that puts us in the hospital or in the nursing home or in the kindergarten classroom or wherever you are in an office like I am seeing clients. And so I always I always say nobody nobody ever comes to me because they're having a good day. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I'm just dealing with people's problems and their stress, which I love to do. But and I would be very burned out if I didn't know how to on a on a daily basis manage my energy in between clients, manage my energy. And I there's many 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 ways to do it. Um, but I like a, sort of a breathing technique or a guided uh, meditation that's super quick. You can use your breath to clear yourself. Yeah, and you know, I use um, I I am very um, intuitive, and I I pick up on other people's energy, and I have to really watch it because I start picking up on other people's stuff, and I need to stop. It's like almost like stop. Yeah. But I've learned over time that, and one thing you do teach in Reiki is, and I love this. This is something I've always done intuitively: is imagine light coming from above down through your head, down through your body, and that light from God clears out your body if you can visualize that. And that's something I think you do along with your practice, don't you? Yes, yeah, that's one of the foundations of my of my guided meditation is to use breathing. I use a breathing technique. So you take a really deep breath. You imagine that beam of light coming, landing right in your heart and right in your belly because those are the places most people hold this stuff. And then on the exhale breath, you release it down your legs. Imagine a big tree root going into the ground. Or you can imagine you're just releasing from your feet. And that's how we let go of that stuff that we've picked up from somebody else and also our own stuff. No, on grounding, you know, I've had, uh, I always imagine I've got golden, like, strings coming down from my feet to go into the ground, into the earth, the ground. Some people say you can just walk outside and stand on the grass to ground. Do you believe that you have to visualize or do you believe that that works when you go outside and stand on the grass? What do you think? I think that there's so many different ways to do it, and it's really good to have many, many tool, tools in our toolbox. Um, I live in New England, so in the middle of February, I'm not standing outside at my bare feet. Right. Um, but I do have a big old river rock under my desk, and okay. I've got my feet on it right now. So, you know, okay. I, I take my. It's just an ordinary rock I picked up on the beach, and it. It's that's what I use in the um, in the winter. I have one under my healing table. Um, I think we can. We can use there's people like flower essences or essential oils, gemstones, um, normal things like eating, exercise, and, and just even having an intention can really help ground. So I really encourage people to find as many ways to do it as they possibly can because sometimes you're you know you're in a business meeting and you can't be like oh excuse me while I do my grounding meditation you know right <laughs> like that's not gonna work we have to have other things that we can do. Okay. I love that. That's awesome. You know, and and I want to mention, a lot of people have misconceptions about psychic. First of all, we're all psychic. We're all intuitive. Uh, And you say in your book, you say the ego messes it up if you're psychic and you think it's you and not God. We've got about one minute to break, but can you address that real quick for us? 
Sure. You know, I mean, yes, I agree that we're all psychic and um, we, you know, psychic's like a muscle that you need to exercise. So as you agree that it's normal, I think that's where we have, we sort of have to start there. Um, I do think that it's a God-giving gift and it's part of our package. Whatever we're meant to do in the world, it's part of that. Um, I have seen psychics get really egoy, and and that goes offline, you know, that, that mm-hmm. goes awry for them and sort of, you know, giving over to a higher power and understanding that it's a God-given gift can help people that maybe reject that gift. Like, they don't feel okay about it. But I think remembering that it's from God can help us feel okay about it. Well, thank you. I really appreciate that because a lot of times people think it's weird or ooey-gooey, and it's really not. It's coming from God, and that's how we get information. Hey, guys, we are here today with Lisa Campion. Her book is called The Art of Psychic Reiki, Developing Your Intuitive and Empath Abilities. Be right back. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book your first 30-minute coaching session for free to get you on your high road. Hey, all you high road listeners out there. I just want to take a moment to share with you our new sponsor. I've been working with bestradiotravel.com to bring the lowest hotel prices to my loyal listeners. Stay tuned during the show to hear more about how you can save 15 to 30% off your hotel rate. Have you ever been in a situation where you needed a miracle? I think most of us probably have. Whether it's a financial emergency, health crisis, or some other serious situation, most of us know the feeling of helplessness and even hopelessness. Now imagine having to wait for a miracle for six months, even a year or more. That's the situation for thousands of children all around the world who are waiting for a sponsor. Their only hope of escaping the poverty around them is someone like you choosing them. This is Nancy Yearout, and I'm joining with compassion to give you the chance to be the miracle in a child's life. For a little more than a dollar a day, you'll provide the physical, emotional, and spiritual support a child needs, not just to survive poverty, but to be released from poverty in Jesus' name. Don't make a child wait one day longer for their miracle. You can find out more or sponsor a child right now. Just go to my website, nancyyearout.com. That's www.nancyyearout.com. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to The High Road. Hey, welcome back to High Road to Humanity. And we're here today with Lisa Campion. And Lisa has a really awesome radio show. Lisa, tell us about your show and how long you've been doing it. Thanks. Yeah, my radio show is called The Miracle of Healing, and I it's on Empower Radio, um, which is a fantastic radio network. <clears throat> and I've been doing, I just did my 100th show a couple of weeks ago. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. So I, I really love it. It's so fun. 
Well, and, and Lisa and I were talking, we learned so much, and I learned so much from the guests that come on every week, and I hope y'all do too. I just learned one thing, it seems like, that just blows my mind every week, and it's like, I, I was telling Lisa, God sends these people to me and to all you so you can hear the message that we're putting out there, and that's just really awesome. Um, you know, I want to talk to you about, there are different people um, different people have different abilities, and I can't see uh, visually. Well, I kind of have started to out of the corner of my eye. I was reading your book, and I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm starting to see stuff out of the corner of my eye, and I never could see before. And when, and I'm just talking about myself because I know my abilities. But um, as time has gone on, I've had a lot of people come to me that have passed, and and I've helped them cross over. And it seems like the longer I do this, the more abilities my abilities strengthen. Do you feel? that too and can we talk about the person that I keep seeing on the side of me there <laughs> oh that's so funny yeah that Nancy that's such a typical um, experience that people who have a visual psychic gift um, be, and when it begins to open that's one of the first things they start experiencing so you might um, start seeing colors around people you're going to see that movement out of the corner of your eye because our peripheral vision is a more attuned to our psychic nature than our direct vision and you know you'll turn your head and you won't see anything but you know my sense is that you have some you know mediumship ability you're seeing some spirits around you and you may be seeing your spirit guides because we all have these spirit beings that hang around us that help are here to help us so and and yes the more we do it it's like exercise you know the more you exercise the things like reiki yoga meditation these are the tools and the foundations that open us spiritually and psychically. So I think that psychic development is a byproduct of spiritual growth, right? I agree. So when we do, and, and maybe, I hate to say this, but it's almost not worth it pursuing on its own merits, even though it's cool and sexy and useful, but it's going to happen naturally when you do personal growth and you do spiritual growth. Um, and, and that's really what we are want to do. And so, Back in the day, like, you you know, you climb, like, thousands of years ago, if you wanted this stuff, you would climb the mountain and you'd stand outside the, t- the monastery in Tibet and you'd beg them to let you in, and maybe they would, mm. and then yeah. they would teach yoga, meditation, and Reiki, okay. you know? And yeah. now we have that on every street corner, thank God. I mean, it, it's so available to people. So there's this giant um, e- emergence of sp- people's spiritual gifts and psychic gifts. I think people are born more psychic than ever. So the kids that are coming in every generation, twice the psychic um, and intuitive than the one before that. And yep. I also think because of the energy that we're in, this shift in human consciousness, if you want to call it that, um, is it's real, it's happening, and it's absolutely opening people to their psychic gifts. So whatever you've got is going to be activated right now. And I also believe very strongly, see it every day, that people who are have the life, the sole purpose to be a healer are being called to the table to do that. They they just feel like it. They're like, oh my God, I just really need to help people. And I right. and with that gift comes a lot of other things. So we all have a unique way of being healer, being a healer, but usually there's some kind of sensitivity, some psychic or empathic or sensitivity intuition that goes with it because they are gifts that that are like, you know, go hand in hand. Right. Now, I'm going to agree with you wholeheartedly on this because I feel that we all are being called up. It's our time. And I felt this for a long time. And that's why I started doing the radio show, because I just 
felt like my voice was not being heard and I needed to my voice to be heard that yes, there is a God and yes, we are spiritual people in these human bodies and we need to get back to our basics, which is our spirituality. And I do see it with more and more people. And I think when you pay attention um, and listen to yourself and you tune into your body and you tune into your heart, I, I was talking to someone just this morning and telling them, if you have something you really want to know, ask your heart. You know, you've heard of the heart drop where you ask your heart the question, not your head, your heart, because your body doesn't lie. And I was telling a friend of mine, you know, your body doesn't lie. Your heart tells you the truth. So you guys, if you really want to know something, trust yourself. Such good. I love it that you said that. And I totally agree with you. The body doesn't lie. The body is one of the strongest psychic gifts we have that people really look over. Um, They don't think that it's special. They don't think it's important. It's one of the most accurate ones we have, and that's when you're feeling sensations in your body or your, your body is so attuned to your survival you know it's like it it knows how to live another day and we that's why grounding is important if you're not grounded you're not in your body and you're going to miss a lot of the information that that gets and people have misconceptions about what psychic is they think it's creepy or spooky or they've seen it on tv let me i want to interject here really quick and i don't mean to interrupt you but some people don't understand when you say not in your body can you explain that to people sure. i know what it means but just so the audience understands Absolutely. when you say yeah okay so that's a thank you nancy it's a great question so um what i mean is like psychologists really call it dissociation you know so we have if you have trauma in your past if you've had a traumatic childhood um you will have learned a habit of dissociating so your consciousness and your energy comes up out of your body you you feel like you're not in there like you're watching from above you know watching yourself right. from above right. um and many sensitive people especially empaths and empathic children um learn to this this habit of dissociating when we're small and it feels safer even though it's not um, it gives us right. the illusion of safety and i i think like you know when you when when you take like really heavy cold medicine like you slug down some nyquil and you feel mm-hmm. that like medicine head Right. Like that's what feeling dissociated feels like. Foggy. Foggy. Not in your body. Dissociated. Numb. Yeah. Um, and it, it's an adaptive strategy that sadly many of us have had to adopt because we've been in difficult situations. Sensitive children in a difficult environment will learn how to do this as a survival mechanism. Mm-hmm. And then when we become uh, adults, we have to unlearn the habits of being dissociated and that's what being grounded so being grounded means being in your body so your consciousness is in your body it means being in the here and now so that you're in this moment in time x marks the spot we talk about mindfulness as another way of saying that Mm -hmm. and it also means being connected to the earth so literally like the earth has a frequency it's called the schumann resonance and we need to be in contact with that we live in buildings we don't go outside when even when we're outside we have rubber on the out bottoms of our shoes what's which is an insulator you know a conductive insulator and insulates us from the frequency of the planet which is why you said barefoot because that works mm-hmm. right right so being right. ground is all those three things being in your body being in the mo- this moment in time and being connected to the earth wow yeah Well, and, you know, you talk about the children, and I do believe that. I have grandchildren, and I have one that I, he's so, and he'll tell me. I'm really sensitive, Graham. Yeah. He tells me all the time. 
Yeah, and I know he is. Right. And, you know, and I don't push it, but it's just, yeah, I agree with what you say completely. I think there is going to be a change in consciousness. I think it's begun. I think people are starting to wake up. That's the name of my book, Wake Up, <laughs> and pay attention and, and to what's going on. Because if you start to pay attention to your intuition and you start to pay attention to the energy and what goes on around you, then you start to realize things and become more aware. And it it helps you internally. It helps us, you know, work on ourselves. Don't you agree with that? I totally do. And it, it's like going back to what you were saying about your heart. So our intuition is like the most direct way to our own soul, to God's will for us and our own soul's will for us. Mm-hmm. And um, it that God and our own soul have no way to speak t- directly to your mind. In fact, your mind gets in the way. I know. And it's a problem and it's sort of that's why we do this meditation and things like yoga to get the mind out of the way enough for us to feel our hearts and our bellies because so you're so that intuition is always going to speak through your feelings directly to your heart directly to your body and it, it's meant to guide us towards our own soul towards our connection to god mm-hmm. and what god's will for us down is here, here on earth so we we our mind thinks it knows everything and it doesn't know anything really about that I know. It usually I know. argues. It usually argues. Right, Your mind right. will be like, Nancy, why are you going to write a book? And why do you think that radio show is a good idea? And your soul, <laughs> you know, and your soul's like, but I have to do it, right? Right. Well, it's true, and it, it comes from the inside. You can feel it. It's like a. It's like my drive comes from my gut. You know, and that's where I feel my drive. But my messages come into my head when I meditate and when I connect with God. And that's how I do readings. And that's how you do readings. You know, I always tell people, this isn't coming from me. I'm just telling you what I'm picking up energetically, you know. And do you see, now I want to ask you a question. Do you see auras? Because you're, you're visual. I do. Yeah, I do. I see auras and I see um, past lives. I see energy around people. I can see into the body and see wow. what's happening sometimes, like me- medical intuitive. Okay. Um, I, I can see, like, so it's my primary one is to see. Although, um, since, all, since I really started working as a psychic when I was 19, I, I have logged so many hours doing it that I, um, I have sort of full access to all of the gifts, you know, the, the hearing and the feeling and the knowing. And it, they often come all at once. So it's sort of the whole symphony playing every instrument. Right. It's kind of, you know, that's how it is. No, I'm with you. I understand. And I've always had the intuition and then the now the knowing and now the starting to see. And now I work with the people to help them cross, which was interesting. And it took a while and I had to have a teacher. And just so you guys know, everybody needs a teacher. I had to learn this stuff, too, when I started having people come to me and saying, hey, I'm because I'm light. Once you start doing this work, too, I want people to know you become lighter. So it's like um, people are attracted to the light. So when people pass, they see your light and that's how they come to you. So if you're having this happen, you're not crazy. You're not nuts. Cause at first I was like, Oh my God, what is this? And then I checked it out and the person had passed and it was real. And I, and I worked with my teacher and I think we all have, you have one too, don't you, Lisa? Oh, that yeah, helped you with many. Right. You work with many people that teach you these different things and each person teaches you something a little bit more, and then we can pass it on. We've got about one minute to break. Um, but Lisa, what what's a good? Um, what can you tell somebody who is just starting to feel, you know, use their um, psychic abilities? What do you think is a good thing to tell people, other than to ground and then to clear, of course? Yes. 
Yes. And I, I think that it's great to start what I call like a psychic journal. <clears throat> and that's get a little notebook and begin to write down what you're experiencing because we need to pay attention and whatever we pay attention to gets more so if you pull cards tarot cards or angel cards write them down write down your dreams write down every hit that you get because that's going to help you help a lot as we're collecting all that information you're going right. to you're going to be amazed how psychic you really are if you do that hey yes hey you guys we'll be right back we are here today with lisa campion and her book is the art of psychic reiki Back on High Road to Humanity, but make sure that you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, iHeartRadio, or download directly from Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, so you never miss an episode of The High Road. Toginet Radio has partnered with one of the largest travel booking engines in the world to offer savings of 15% to 30% or more on hotel booking fees through our own web portal, www.bestradiotravel.com. Discover the discount you can receive by going to bestradiotravel.com forward slash Nancy to see for yourself. This is a custom booking site for the listeners of my show through Toginet Radio. We have negotiated special rates at over 650,000 hotels worldwide to save our customers money. Our members leverage our massive buying power to save thousands of dollars by booking with us. BestRadioTravel.com can beat the best prices offered by any other major travel booking website. Please go to BestRadioTravel.com slash Nancy to sign up and enjoy the discounts. That is BestRadioTravel.com forward slash Nancy. Do you feel like something is missing in your life? Do you feel lost or alone? Do the things you buy for yourself lose their luster quickly? Are you searching for fulfillment within your heart and soul? What if you were given the ability to change your life for the better? To create what you want for yourself? What if I told you you have the ability to tap into the universal energy to design the life you desire? This was my discovery many years ago. As a businesswoman and a single mom, I had no choice but to pay attention to what the universe was revealing to me. And I learned how to use it for my benefit. When you wake up and pay attention to the messages that the universe is showing you, your life will change for the better. Because we all hold the ability to tap into the universal energy to enhance our love life, our career, our finances, anything you wish. This energy was created for our use and it's free. Now, I'm excited to share this information with you in my book, Wake Up. The universe is speaking to you. It's available to you on my website at www.nancyyearout.com. That's N-A-N-C-Y-Y-E-A-R-O-U-T.com, Barnes & Noble, and Amazon. And thanks for picking up my book. And may the energy of the universe bless you. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to The High Road.
Hey, welcome back to High Road to Humanity. And this is Nancy Yearout, your host. And hey, we're going to do some psychic readings today. I'm here with Lisa Campion. She's my guest. And we're both intuitive. And if you want to call in, it's 903-787-5887. And um, we'll take a couple calls here and answer some questions. But in the meantime, I wanted, to, uh, Lisa, if you would kind of talk to us a little bit about Reiki and what it is and the process. And you were explaining to me on the break that it's a three your process. Can you just give us a basic, you know, feel for what it is and what it does? Sure. Yeah. So Reiki's, um, like you said, it's a very simple energy healing, hands-on technique from Japan. Anyone can do it. It's a great modality for people um, who think they want to, you know, enter the world of energy medicine or hands-on healing. Um, and it really works with a uh, a single a single frequency so it's the frequency of unconditional love and what happens is that the teacher attunes the student so an attunement it's like sort of like an initiation it changes our energy field in a particular way that allows us to access this particular frequency of unconditional love so that when we're when we're working with people we're giving or this frequency where we learn how to tap into this um, universal life force that is available to any of any one of us and that's what we're giving so i see like 20 clients a week i got my you know hands on people and i'm doing this i'm not giving my energy which would be tiring and exhausting right the energy the energy this, from above right, right. it's this right. universal life force energy so it fills the reiki practitioner first like you're like a tunnel you're a, a conduit and then it comes through me to the person I'm working with. So we don't ever really want to give up our own energy because right. we have a limited right. supply. That's like giving your blood. Like you've got a limited supply. It, it's exhausting. Um, and then I really recommend Reiki for, for anyone, for all empaths, for people that work hands-on, like hairdressers, nail techs, right. nurses, anyone hey, we've who's got a, We've got a caller here that um, wants Ooh, to ask hey. a question. Um, who do we have on the line today? Hi, it's Serena. And I'm Hi, Serena. California, and okay. I have a question. I'm first of all, I'm enjoying your show. You're both wonderful. So. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Hey, you're well, welcome. <laughs> I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Lisa um, answer your question. What's your question today, Serena? Uh, okay, my question is: I'm 61 years old. I've been at my career that I'm a writer. I've been doing it. I've written books for Llewellyn worldwide publishers. I've done quite a bit. I'm just wondering if there's a big break or maybe I'm in need to go in a different direction. So you haven't been um, feeling, you haven't been feeling like, do you write your own books or do you write for other people? No, I, I write my own book. Mm-hmm. I do some editing work. I do some psychic work. I do lots of things. Uh, I call it intuitive work, but um, right. I do that, I, and, I, and I've, I, I, I've done okay. I'm just wondering, should I be doing something different? Or, you know, because I'm a true believer in the universe will guide you. Um, but, you know, that doesn't mean you should beat your head on the wall doing something that's not working. Right. I feel sense? like, absolutely, honey, it totally does. And I feel two mm-hmm. things are going on for you. One of them is that you may be a little burned out and you need a break. Um, mm-hmm. And I wonder if you need, or do you feel tired? Are you feeling a little tired of it all lately? I I am. Um, 
the only thing I really love doing is when I am doing my writing, when I'm writing what I want to write, which is what I'm finally doing now, because I don't have a contract right now, so I'm just writing what I want to write. I do love doing that. I hate having to worry about how to pay the bills, though. Yeah. So I, I get a little burned out with that. I'm also a cancer survivor, so I just, I'm 18 months cancer-free. I had a very ah. rare form, a, a very rare form of ovarian cancer, so I technically should be dead, and I'm not. So oh I gosh. feel like the well. universe has put me here to, you know, go big or go home. So I'm wondering mm. what to do with that. I think I you should go big. I think you should go big, Serena. <laughs> I, 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 I feel it. You might need a little rest, so I would say do some nurturing, do some self-care, especially as a cancer, you know, survivor. Um, I feel like your your energy system is burned out and tired, so I would say you you can't you're not moving forward right now because you don't have enough energy for it. Do you like a month where you're just restoring yourself, where you're really filling your cup, and once your cup is full, it's gonna blossom for you. I think you're going to have an explosion. I feel right around September, right around the end of September, around the equinox, things are, the energy is going to really shift. And from now in between then you have to fill up, fill yourself back up because you got a big thing coming through you. It's like giving birth to a big baby, but you're too tired to do it. That's, that's what I feel. Good. Good. That sounds wonderful. That's actually what I've been doing. I've actually decided that I'm just going to take this month. You know, I've been doing this a long time. I've been meditating for a hundred years at least. And you know, all of the things. <laughs> I love so I it. Figured, That's awesome. I, I figure, yeah. If I don't, I bump into the walls by noon if I don't meditate in the morning. So I kind of, I am really. Um, I decided that for the month of August. I was just going to do whatever the hell I wanted to do. <laughs> That's awesome. You know what? I think this is really good advice for you because I felt like it is going to boom. And Lisa said, you get your energy back and it will. So, yeah, that is wonderful news. Don't you think, Serena? Do you feel good? Are you happy? <laughs> I do. And I love Lisa. I think your energy level is really good, both of you. But um, I think she is tuning in because it's really you have to keep your own head out of it. You know, your own intellect out of things and just allow the universe to speak to you so you don't drain your energy. And I yeah. kind of felt her coming through to me. I don't oh. know why. Wow. Oh, which is awesome. That's good. Thank you for calling. I, we really appreciate you calling in today. And Thank we you. wish you the best. Thank you. I Thank appreciate you. it. And okay. Onward, onward Take and care. For both of you, too. Take care. Right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Oh, oh, that was so fun. I just felt like she is going to do it. But I loved how you said it's not time yet. And, you know, because my gut was like, yeah, she's going to do it. Yeah, she's going to do it. <laughs> she got to get charged back up. Yep, it's a big one. So she's got to get charged back up so she can do it. You know, and that happens a lot. And we don't talk about draining. Um, people get drained from other people. Um sucking their energy and you know i know it's happened to me and, and i've had to cut some different people off in my life and can i want you to talk about it too lisa i oh, know yes, see, this is the topic of the book that i'm writing right now so I'm oh my god my, <laughs> i'm working on my second book it's called energy management for empaths and it's okay. totally on this topic it's about how empaths and uh and how we actually all can become energy vampires if we're not careful. So there are certain people that are, are sort of we have givers and takers in the world sort of naturally. And some people are more prone to, 
to taking and they need to mind, you know, learn how to fill themselves. Um, I think we, nobody really knows how to do this very consciously or very well. So we're, we're prone to stealing energy from each other unconsciously a lot all the time. And even empaths and sensitives can fall into it. If we let ourselves become too drained, um, we can, we can certainly go there. So I think we have, we have a responsibility, and it, this is an emerging part of our consciousness tonight where people are waking up to this responsibility, that we have to manage our own energy. We have to manage our own boundaries. No one is ever going to do it for you. Nobody cares about your boundary except for you. In fact, everyone has an agenda that you have a, a loose, floppy, spongy boundary because they can get more out of you that way. And it's mm-hmm. only us that can mind it. And once we do take care of that, then we can fill our cup and have enough energy to do what we need to do. And I've just seen all too many healers fall into that burned out place. Well, yeah. And, and you know, even I want to say this, guys, because if there is somebody around you and they're just sucking your energy and you're allowing it, you need to put a stop to it because it affects you. Yes. Not it does. It affects your energy fields and we your haven't health. talked about yeah, your positive. health. Yes, everything. And you know, it's it's hard. And I just want to say this from personal experience cuz it's hard to cut people off. It really is. But if somebody is dragging you down and dragging your energy level down, all they're doing is making your life just as miserable as they are. And I always feel like misery loves company and those are the people, you know, when you're light and you have the light Dark is attracted to the light. I hate to say that, but it's sure. the truth. And that's that's what happens. And people can suck you dry if you let them. And I really, I'm glad you're writing this book because it's hard because you don't want to be mean to people. You know what well, I mean? Absolutely. And also healers attract people that need healing. So right. a lot of times they just come around because they, they know they, that we let that light, we have that light. And it's not, some people wake up in the morning and they think, geez, how can I suck? you know, the life out of Nancy today. They, yeah. Other people hey. are doing it very unconsciously. We, They're not. Right. We've got another caller here, Lisa. I'm, her name is Carrie and I'll, we've got a couple of minutes. I'll take her call real quick, Ben, okay. if she's available. Hello. Carrie, are you with us? Okay. I'm not hearing her. Hi. Hi, Carrie. Hey, yes. Hi. Hey, welcome to High Road to Humanity. This is Nancy Herald. How are you? Good, thanks. How are you? I'm good. Do you have a question for me today? You know, I do. Um, I've just been making some changes um, as far as pursuing some different things in my career. And I'm just, you know, sometimes when you take a couple steps backwards and then you got to get the motivation to keep moving forward. Just kind of mm-hmm. curious, am I headed on the right path as far as moving forward or were some of those obstacles maybe a sign that it's just not the right direction for me? You know what, Carrie, I see you skipping down the path. Are you doing something finally that you really like? Well, I'm trying to. I'm trying to get into um, a, a different mode. I mean, I I love what I do um, as a stylist. I'm a hairdresser, and I absolutely uh-huh. love that. Um, but I was trying to get involved in something that would use my degree in sociology a little bit more because yeah. I'm very passionate about that. And it's just I've been hitting some bumps uh, along the way, and it's like maybe this isn't 
the right avenue no, to use it's my gonna take a, Yeah, no, you're fine. It's going to take a little more time, maybe six months, um, to get you there. But I see you skipping down the path. So I think you should go for, um, I see teaching. And uh, I think that'll happen within the next six months if you just pursue it and stay with it. Hey, you guys, we'll be right back. We're heading to a commercial. Carrie, thanks for calling in today. Thank you. <laughs> Website nancyyearout.com to sign up for her intuitive personal coaching program or to book a psychic reading. Here's some fun facts about noses and ears I'll bet you didn't know. Did you know your ears secrete more earwax when you're afraid than when you aren't? And generally, people with asthma have better hearing than those who don't. Now, here's a word for you. When someone gets their ears pierced, they're actually piercing their pinna. The pinna is the fleshy part of the earlobe. Did you know it's possible to sneeze so hard you can break a rib? That happened to my husband's secretary once. And according to research, you'll blow your nose 250 times this year. Scientists have also determined that the smell in your right nostril is more pleasant, while the smell in your left nostril is more accurate. By the way, twice as many men as women can wiggle their ears. It's words you never heard. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road. Welcome back to High Road to Humanity, and this is Nancy. You're out, your guest, and we're or your host, and we're here today with my guest, Lisa Campion. Easy for me to say. Hey, we're taking readings today, and that's been really fun. I'm excited. Thanks for you guys calling in and asking questions of Lisa and I today. And really quick, I want to mention bestradiotravel.com. If you guys are traveling right now and you need a hotel, if you go to bestradiotravel.com slash Nancy, and this is only for my listeners, they're going to give you really spectacular rates. So you guys check it out. Okay. We are back with Lisa and Lisa, what do you want to talk about on our last segment here? Well, um, I want to, I want to hear your story about how you learned healing and what that was like for you. Oh, how fun. Okay. Yes. Well, I've always been intuitive and then, um, it was weird. I met, I'm from New Mexico and so I started to meet all these spiritual people in New Mexico. And I ended up meeting a man from Mexico, not New Mexico. And he was a hands-on healer. And he kind of just said, you know, you need to really learn this stuff. And um, he spoke broken English. This was years ago, probably 15, 16 years ago. And he taught me how to use my energy that comes through my body that comes from God and use that energy and place my hands in different positions on people to heal them. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, and it's weird because once you start doing this work, you can feel the energy and the heat coming from your hands. Mm -hmm. And at least I can, and it's very strong. And I do believe that I've been able to help people move the energy, shift the energy if it's been stuck in their bodies. Um, 
I, it's it's like you talked about. We become the more you do it, the more in tune um, you become with your own body and and doing this type of work. So um, yeah, and then you know I've just moved on to doing readings. I do the cards. I do you know oracle cards and. As time has passed, I'm very intuitive. Um, I've had a lot of people come to me who have passed. Mm. Uh, they see my light. I get a lot of people in my house. I have to get them out. Uh, <laughs> but they're drawn to my light, and I've learned how to do that. Um, yeah. And it's, yeah, it, it's been the most rewarding thing that's ever happened to me in my whole life is to help somebody who's passed. And, and it happened. The first two people that came to me, I knew. Hmm. Um, I have a lot of people now that come. I don't know who they are. I ask them who they are. But the first two people that came to me and I helped them and then my teacher taught me how to send them to the light. And that, to me, is the most rewarding thing I've ever done is to send somebody to God. It's so amazing, isn't it? Yeah. 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 And I don't know. Some people may think they're crazy if this happens to that. It happens to me usually in the shower where I'm around water. I don't, you know. Oh, that's so funny. It happens to me, too, in the shower, in the bathtub. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think we we go into um, uh, an alpha state. So you know the different brain waves. So professional psychics and shamans and things learn how to shift their brainwave activity at will and that's how we can you know turn it on when we're with a client and turn it off when we're in the supermarket right. so right. what we need in the most psychic um, brainwave we have is the alpha state so the beta the beta is like you're thinking you're talking it's very you know frontal cortex logical thinking alpha is like the low us lower brainwave it's the next one down and we do we get there when we're meditating and when we're doing like slightly boring or repetitive tasks like walking driving mowing the lawn doing the dishes mm -hmm. this kind of thing and that we're the, we're we hit the alpha state which is where we're the most creative and also where we're the most psychic and intuitive so right. i think when you're in the shower you're you're in a, an, an alpha state yeah well and i you know and and like i said i've learned to control it because you don't want everybody in your bathroom no you don't <laughs> And I I've had learned. a bathtub experience when I, my kids were little, so it was many years ago, right. and I was it was like Saturday night, like 10 o'clock, I'm in the bathtub. You know, tired mom, I'm like, don't bother me when I'm in the bathtub. And this um, young girl, she died of a drug overdose, showed up in my bathroom and sat on my, on, on my toilet and cried. She was a, a dead person. She missed her mom. She was really sad. She was dead. And, and I wanted to help her, but I also threw a fit. I was like, it's Saturday night in the bathtub. Do you know how little time I had to myself? You know? I really do. I threw down hard. And, and, I, and, that, and I just made a deal with my guides. No more house visitations. You can come to my office. I mean, I'll have office hours. But you're not just walking into the house. I'm, I'm all done. And well, yeah, and you have to do that. And I'm, I'm learning to do that. I'm in the process of learning to do it because I had a family and they were trying and my computer kept screwing up. And I'm like, what is wrong with my computer? But they were trying to get my attention is yeah. what was going on. And it wasn't just one person. It was a whole family, you know, and they found because I'm light. And so they find me, you know, and then I ha and things happen in my house. And then I have to say, OK, who's here? You know, just so you guys know that if you have weird stuff happen in your house some and you picking up on it, it's because they're trying to get your attention. That's right. 
And I think it's also okay to have a boundary. So, you know, right. a lot a, a lot of the work that I that I'm doing now with my clients and that's my second book is about is all about how do we set a boundary and it's the most powerful and magical little tiny word and it's the word no. You know, <laughs> and that's the it. one we have a hard time especially as kind sensitive people are really compassionate and paths are really kind. <laughs> You're a healer, it's hard to say no, you know. And and it's okay to say no to set to put parameters around it, you know. My come come back and see me at nine o'clock in the morning when I'm in my office, not at eleven o'clock when I'm in the bathtub. Right. You know that, and and you can do that too if you feel like you need to. Anyone can do it. And as our powers and sensitivity, as your light increases, Nancy, you're going to need a stronger boundary. Um, and we all do. We're all on that same journey as we're we're learning and opening. We the more you open, the more a better boundary you need. And I agree with that. And and I, I think that's wonderful that you said, talk to your guides and have them, you know, tell them, look, I can't have people. And, and, you know, I think that's, and being aware, I think that's been one of my other things. It's like, no, it's not a weird thing. That's just, you know, like my printer turns on in the middle of the night. Then I know now it's like, okay, I know someone's here. I ask who it is. And then we go through the process of, right. of sending them, you know, on their way. And that's just been a learning experience you yeah, know, I love for me. It. Yeah, to know how to do that kind of stuff. Um, I just have so many questions for you. You know, I have a, a friend, and she is always taking on everybody's stuff. And um, I wanted you to address that a little bit, because a lot of times people don't realize that they're impasse, and they take on everybody's energy, and I think they don't realize it. Absolutely. Um, and I mean, that's the first part time of- it happened to me, I was probably... It was 18, so I was in college, and I was in this really good mood, and I went to a party, you know, and I sat down next to this guy who was having a super bad day, like, you know, and he was crying into his beer, and all of a sudden, I felt, like, so depressed. I was, like, practically suicidal, and I was like, oh, my God, I have to leave the party. I have to go home. Like, what is wrong with me? Am I crazy? Do I have, like, a like a yeah. mental, my bipolar? Like, why can't I control my emotions, you know? Yeah. So, and I walked out of the party, and it was just this, like, moment where I turned around and looked through the window and saw him sitting there and now I was away from him and I felt fine. And in that moment, this is way before anyone was talking about highly sensitive people. This was in the 80s, before mm. people were talking about empaths and highly sensitive people. And that was the penny drop moment for me where I was like, oh, this isn't me. Oh, my God. This, you this took on his energy. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to, I have to go, I have to go home. I'm like, I can't even be in this party, you know? So, and from that moment, that's when I realized I pick up stuff and mm-hmm. you know, when, when you're going to know it, when you feel really tired and drained around being certain people, if you're exhausted by being in public, if going out, out or, and about is, is really draining for you. If you need a lot of alone time, um, th- those are signs that you may, if people flock to you because of the light and the, you know, the dark and the light and the healing thing, if people flock to you to tell you their story and then you feel sucked dry, if you feel like you have to take a nap after you've talked to somebody that's in trouble, um, right. this, these are all signs that you're probably an empath. Right. Yeah. And you need to learn to put up your boundaries. Now, how do you feel? I have a, I have somebody say, oh, put up mirrors around yourself so you reflect that out. Have you heard that before? I have. I think that there are times for that. Um, mostly I think like, you know, we all, we all need to work cause I'm an energy healer. I tend to work, teach people to work with their energy field. So we have this aura that extends beyond our body. And at the edge, edge of your aura, which is about arm's length out, you have, you should have a boundary and an empath has a sponge instead of a boundary. Mm-hmm. And that's an issue. So I, I have people use a meditation or a visualization to change the sponge into something more solid tinted windows in a car. Um, 
you know, you can do any kind of image that works for you. The mirror has a little bit of a kick to it, a little return to sender. Um, right. And, and um, right. That, I think if somebody's throwing you a whammy, like if they're you know, <laughs> really like sending you some bad mojo, the mirror's not not a bad thing. But it is, it's it's a little tough, you know, to go directly to that. That's yeah. My no, and I have, I've had people say, uh, use a net. So the good energy comes in and the that's, bad energy doesn't, you that's, know. So I've, That's good. It should be semi-permeable, kind of like your skin or like the membrane of a cell. So we want it to allow energy that's supportive and non-supportive energy stays on the other side. And the trick is we're the boss of it. Like we decide right. what we're going to allow into us. Now I have a question. Since you see, have you ever seen an angel? Yes. I've seen them since I was little. Oh, um, and they never look like people with wings to me. They always look like big columns of light, very tall, okay. um, very big, very wide. Um, sometimes they have sort of wing-like things. I've seen them look r- really round like a ball, um, and that's how they appear to me. I, I, don't, I think that they will put on, because they're kind of intense, they'll put on a user interface that right. we can accept them. So if... If we need a person with wings, that's what they look like. That's what they look like. But, hey but guys, we—I hate to tell you this, but we're getting ready to to end our show for today, and <laughs> we could talk probably for another hour, Lisa. Yeah. I know it's good, and it's been wonderful having you on the show. You guys, her book is called *The Art of Psychic Reiki*. And how do they um, how do they find out about your book? Where can they pick it up? Is it Amazon or Amazon or any of the book outlets? Um, you can also come to my website, LisaCampion.com. Love to see you. There. I have a lot of free resources for empath sensitives and people who want to do psychic development. And I have a special uh, free uh, offer gift for your listeners, Nancy, that's a four hour long um, energy management for empaths and sensitives video at home course that, um, that they can take that you can, I think you're going to post a link and they can also get it on my website. Yes, I will post a link and I will put it on my website, nancyyearalt.com um, with down below Lisa's picture so that you can see where, where her, um, you can go to her website. And if you need help, I think I'm going to take you up on that and check your stuff out. I think that's really exciting. Yeah. And thanks for coming on the show today, um, and helping people because a lot of people out there are intuitive and they think they start to become more intuitive and then they think they're crazy, you know, and cause yeah. And, and, Sometimes you're, how can I say this? Sometimes the people around you don't accept your gift. No. So you need, yeah. And so you need um, help from other empaths and other people who have the same abilities um, to talk to sometimes. And that's okay. And then that's what we're here for. And so I'm really glad that you came on the show today. And Next week, you guys, we're going to have um, Joe Gallenberger is coming on our show to talk about his liquid luck and his heart meditations and all that good stuff that Joe always um, comes on our show and talks about. And you guys, if you want a psychic reading from myself, you're welcome to go to my website, nancyyearout.com to sign up. Lisa, thanks again for coming on our show. Is there anything you'd like to leave us with today? Oh, I just want to thank you so much for the opportunity to talk to you and um, really was my great pleasure and love the work that you're doing and keep being the keep being the light nancy well yeah thank you and i appreciate that and i appreciate the work that you do too and hey you guys um if you want to email questions later you're welcome to we'll get back with you thanks for joining us today and have a great day 
filled with wisdom, love, and hope for our future. To sign up for my intuitive life coaching or a psychic reading, visit my website, www.nancyyearout.com. My email address is nancy at highroadtohumanity.com. So have a fabulous week and know that by staying on the high road, you will make it to your destination.